Hello everyone, The Vern here from Cinema Recall here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It picks up the most trended articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. Check it out, and now, back to the show. This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, and some movie spoilers, so listener discretion is advised. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Cool. Jack Burton. Me. You're a bluebird. You're a brownie. You're a Girl Scout cookie. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> oh, I used to love doggy chow. I used to love doggy chow too. Want a date? Going out? Looking for some action? Need some company? This is a snakeskin jacket. For me, it's a symbol of my individuality and my belief in personal freedom. It's not important, okay? You're not important. Get used to it. Baby, you are going to miss that plane. Welcome to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hey, hey. Hello, everybody. This is Cinema Recall Podcast, and I do not have my co-host, Ashley. She has been replaced for the time being oh. for, by Jason Soto. Not, not for all time right there, but just no. for No, well, first off, episode. I can never replace Ashley. Ashley is irreplaceable. Oh. Nobody can ever replace her. She, she, she is ever, irreplaceable. No, no I'm I'm willing to fill in temporarily as a one-shot guest while she couldn't be here, but I can never replace Ashley. Ashley, I can never replace you. You are far above. That's true. <laughs> she, she, she's being far above me, too, so that's fair enough. I mean, she is out of our league, for 100% out of our league. But for like for like podcast host, yes, hundred percent, okay. But I'm actually above her lead in most everything else too. All right, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not. Before. I'm not going to get involved in this. Let's continue. <laughs> let's just move on. Okay. I'm not getting in the middle of anything. Let, let's just move on. <laughs> well, anyways, folks, welcome to Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, so I should let pe- people know that we were going to record the second half of a Clue audio drama that I'm putting together for Rabbit Hole Podcast. Uh, recorded part one, had a bunch of great guests in there. Uh, Bubba Wheat, Heather Bassett-Walsh, Lisa Sally Haynes, Bear. Um, and yeah, it was just great, great times. Really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like a good Joel, time. I wish Joel I could have been there too. for the original um Recording there was just miscommunication on my behalf on my part. I misunderstood something, That's but right. uh, it sounded like everyone had a great time. Um, I am a Patreon member, and I did hear the little sample you put up, and it did sound pretty oh, good. So, yeah. Oh, so but that's I'm gonna add in sound effects and whatnot. But that's gonna take me a hell of a lot of time to do. So yep, yep, uh, yep. But so since I have you here, Jason, yeah. Tell me, buddy, Halloween. 
Halloween's Hall- coming up here soon. It Do is. Do you actually have any tra- traditions of Halloween that you, um, you prepare for? Do you have like a marathon? Do you have like a marathon of horror films? Like- yes, actually. Funny, funny you mentioned that. Um, okay. So I don't know when you're going to air this, but on October 21st, uh, starting 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, uh, I am going to be doing what I call Dark Hole Film Fest. It is a film festival that I run on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash rabbit hole pods. And for 12 hours, I watch horror, like typically horror movies, but really bad, weird, kind of off kilter movies that I own. These are all movies that I own in my collection, my personal collection. Okay. Some of them I've seen, some of them I haven't seen, or, you know, I've been wanting to see. And it's always chosen by random what movies we watch. I have a little wheel. I put all the, the movies in there. I spin this wheel. Whatever it lands on, that's what we watch. Um, oh, that's so cool. Fellow Rabbit Hole podcasters join us in and out throughout the day to watch them with us. Um, I do this every six months uh, in October and then in April. Um, I am going to lean more horror uh, this month because it's October. And, sure. uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be doing that on the 21st. Did you ever screen Alligator? No. No. You have not. Okay. Do you own Alligator? I do not. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like something I need to look uh, into, though. <laughs> Instead of going off of your reaction. You should look into it, though. It was a older movie uh, with... um. It features the guy from Jackie Brown, uh, Robert Forrester. Oh, okay. And he plays like, you... a cop. Okay. No, he plays a cop who's investigating uh, all these missing people. And it turns out that there's a big giant alligator that got flushed down and is eating people. And it's Wait, it sounds That's... familiar. So a little girl gets a baby alligator as a pet. And <laughs> as you do. As one happens. Her dad is... Her dad's angry, makes her flush down the toilet, and so the alligator's living in the sewers. I've seen this! Wait a minute. I have seen this. That sounds... I I definitely have seen that at some point in my life. There's a scene where there's like this rich uh, cocktail party with a bunch of rich people, and this alligator just comes by and starts chomping up (laughs) at this party here. Uh, Yeah, I I think I have seen this. Yes, I, I I saw it like a long time ago. It might have been during my uh, when I was doing Evasion the B movies. Like this was years ago. Um, yeah, or it might have been Liberty Unwanted. It might have been one of the two. Um, I definitely have seen this though. That I, that all okay. that is very familiar, and I can see the scenes now that you described them. So it's okay, one that you should. I don't own it. I could. I, you know what? I'll look into getting it, and I could put it in the next one. Um, I, I will ask you this because I noticed that a lot of people were doing the um, month of horror challenge or Halloween where you have to watch like a different horror movie a day or night. something. Have yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Day. Have you been doing that? Yes, actually. Um, so far, I've been watching all the Saw movies. Um, Ooh, okay. Um, I got. I just finished Saw Seven. Um, actually the other day, I couldn't do it last night. I couldn't do it last night or Friday night, so I'm a little behind, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I've been watching the Saw movies because I want to go see Saw 10 in theaters before it leaves, 
and then I want to write up a thing for the website. Um, so I'm hoping I can get to do that. Uh, but I've not seen anything past five before. So everything past five was new to me. Um, now, <clears throat> does this franchise follow a linear path? Or does it go like back and forth between like prequels and um, you know, spinoffs? Or does it all like... See, to kind of answer that, it's kind of a spoiler. So, how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil so, something. Okay, if everyone yeah. cares there's, there's, very much about Saw, yeah. mutes for like two minutes, and I'll explain, and then come back on. Okay. So, spoilers for the Saw franchise, if you care. Okay, so two of the movies happen at the exact same time, but you don't know that. Until the end of uh, it's it's Saw three and Saw four is happening at the exact same time, but you don't know that until the end. Lines? No, no, no! Like at the exact same it's like time. That episode. So that episode of Saw Park, where uh, I think it was like Stan's family is going to a party during the night of the eclipse, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was like Cartman is having his own adventures at like Fat Camp and. Uh, I think Stan and somebody else have oh, adventures. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I remember that. It's, yeah. Okay. okay, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. I'm going um, to analogy here. Probably. <laughs> no, We're that works. That works perfectly. Okay. So basically, yes. So Saw 3 and Saw 4 happen at the exact same time. Um, somewhat. Like, there are parts in both movies that we jump ahead a bit. But mostly, mm-hmm. the main action is happening at the same time. But you don't know this until the end of Saw 4. When the characters of okay. Saw 4 run into the characters of Saw 3, and then you realize that those two things were happening at the same time. Um, otherwise, after Saw 4, it just kind of goes forward. There are some flashbacks to back when like Jigsaw was starting out, and you know, there's a, there's a, there's literally a movie about him getting revenge on the insurance <laughs> company that denied. Uh, a surgery that would have saved his life. Um, there's a whole movie based on that. It's, it's kind of funny, actually, because American health care system fucking sucks. Um, so to see yes. a movie, to see a movie about a guy getting revenge on an insurance company is amazing. Um, but mostly, yeah, it's been going forward, except for those two movies they've been that are side by side. So it was interesting. It was cool. It was a cool little twist. Um, seeing the Saw Four characters go into the characters of Saw Three, so that that was kind of cool. Oh, very cool. Uh, so I have not. I've been watching a different horror film, and I've and I've been trying my best to watch a new movie that I've never seen before, as well as some old favorites. Okay. So the first night I did rewatch Let the Right One In. Oh, okay. Because I really enjoyed that movie. I need to Art rewatch House, that. Uh, vamp- vampire flick. Um, mm-hmm. The actual, mm-hmm. the remake wasn't bad. The no, it wasn't actually. Bad. I saw the remake too, and it was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I was very kind of impressed by that. Um, and then I did watch to prepare prepare for a Lambcast episode, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, I've, that's a classic. And, I love that movie. And then I watched one on Peacock called The Children. Ooh, never heard of that. Okay, I've heard of this one. No, not so the children. Um, it's about this busload of kids that drive through a nuclear power plant that had a leak. As you do. And, 
As a, no, the kids want to take a field trip, and they just happened to drive through this nuclear power plant that had the leak. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm with you. And said, "Hey, we're late. We gotta go get drinks, man. Come on, man. I'm almost finished today. We gotta do this shit. No, buddy, we gotta get our drinks now. Do that shit later." And the guy's like, "All right, fine. Forget about it." And so a leak happens. The kids drive through. Well, they don't, they're not driving, but they're on the bus, and they're driving through this uh, top this uh, waste material, and it they don't become dead, but they're like, mm. yeah, I guess they do die. They become like these zombie kids, oh, but shit. they don't eat anyone. All right. oh. What they do is they go up to people that they recognize, and they say, hi, mommy, hi, daddy, and people are like, oh, my gosh, my kids are here. And when the children touch anyone, it burns them. Oh. Burns them to almost like... Uh, disgusting mass, and then they die. Okay. And so the rest of the movie is you have like this cop and the parents of this other kid trying to find out what happened to their kids, and the mother's like, "That's my daughter," and the dad's like, "No, that's not your daughter anymore. Look what she did to my hand. She'll mm. kill you." And the mother's like, "I'd rather be dead than to lose her." And so <laughs> it's just them. Okay. Okay. Very. Very interesting. Interesting. I okay. I watched that, um, and then I uh, watched one called Slasherette Party. Now, this is from the makers of Murder Size. Murder Size. And you okay. should, you should definitely watch Murder Size. <laughs> okay. Murder Size is okay. a exploitation horror film. And it is about a girl who's really into health and fitness. She gets a job working for this uh, workout video company. And she's really into fitness, wants to be about health. But all the other girls that are about, oh, look at my tits and look at my butt. And I'm looking good right there. And she gets so frustrated <laughs> that these girls are not into fitness that she starts killing them. Okay. But... There's also these two uh, killers, these psychopathic killers, posing as cops who are also invading the workout place, too. And she has to team up with a um, the daughter of one of the owners whose father is part of the mob. Okay. And they team up to fight against these guys, too. But <clears throat> everything you want in, like, a set exploitation movie. It's a movie that... Would come out in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, sounds, sounds like it. On yeah. VHS, all right. Yeah. Something you would see on like USA Up All Night. Yeah, yeah, definitely on there. Yeah. But that, but the cool thing is that I've been. Uh, hold on, I just got I just got word from our co-host here. I think she is on her way. So yeah. Give me one second. I think she said, "Yeah, hold on here." All right, so. She says, just got home. That was about just what time is it now? Yeah, one minute ago. So we're going to wait for her to log on. And soon we'll have a special, we'll have an appearance back with Ashley. So <laughs> Yay, Ashley will be here. That would be very cool. So yeah, watch the, so Slasherette Party is the previous movie that these filmmakers have made. And I got in contact with them because like, I got to be involved with your show. I want to interview you. I want to be an extra on your next movies that you do just... Yes, get me involved. So yeah, we're yeah. gonna have them on our show, hopefully 
in the next month or two. Uh, but anyways, then the Slash Threat Party, I'm sorry, I'm over the place here. Slash Threat yeah, Party good. is about, it's about a girl going to her bachelorette party, but she just broke up with her fiancé because her fiancé oh. is kind of a dick. Oh. And, but her bridesmaid, her maid of honor is like, no, you gotta get married because this is the love of your life. And other people, there's like other friend of hers at her bachelorette party thinks the guy's a dick. Uh-huh. Bad news is these two guys show up and they start killing people. And oh. I think the movie would have been better if you don't show those two guys and have a bunch of murders happen. So you, it becomes kind of like a whodunit type of thing mm-hmm. instead of like telling who the killers are. All right. So slash red party. Uh, wait, hold on one second here. Uh, I'm getting messages here. Hold on here. Bidoo. All right. All right. So updates from Ashley. Uh, her laptop is dead. Oh, she was gone. Oh, they didn't charge it up there, so Ashley would not be joining the show. Oh, okay. I was looking forward to seeing Ashley, but I miss you, Ashley. Well, come back on whatever. You're um, welcome to come back on whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that come back whatever. She'll be back here. Um, she thought we, she thought we were starting at five. I went yes. Five, five Eastern. Five EST. <laughs> I put that on there. I'm the one fucking it up because I'm on the Eastern time zone. Everyone else is Central. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also did watch uh, Exorcist 2. So you watched the notoriously worst one in the whole series. Yes. But I ha- <laughs> no, I've seen Exorcist 3. So I have seen Exorcist. And then yeah. I have seen Exorcist 3. Um, and I, I did like not see the prequels. I like Exorcist 3. It's not that bad. I do, too. Um, Exorcist 3 is actually really good. It's pretty good. Now, the, the story behind it is um, because it was called The Exorcist, they, the studio sort of forced the exorcism scene that happens in there because it wasn't in the original script. It was supposed to be everything that happened. It was supposed to be the George C. Scott character investigating what the hell happened in the first movie. They thought it was a murder, the mm-hmm. stairs, blah, blah, blah. And then they, the studio was like, well, it's an exorcism movie. You got no exorcism, so put it in exorcism. So they had to put that in there. Um, hey, guy, where's your exorcism movie here? Huh? Yeah, smoking the cigars. What's going on here, guys? Signing the checks, yeah. So, um, but I think it's a decent movie. It's it's not the best one. The first one's the best. But um, it's it's not that bad, considering it's the third movie. Um Yep. And the so, scene with the nurse, and I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, oh. is probably hands down the greatest like jump scare on the face of the planet. Um, that is true. And yeah, you got Brad Dorf in there too, and Brad Dorf's in it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but yeah. have you seen Exorcist Two? Oh, I did. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> okay. It was boring <laughs> as shit. I'm like this. How is this? How is this a follow up to one of the greatest horror movies of all time? You're boring us to death. I was like stabbing my eyes out while I was watching it. I hated it. I just it was just so bad shit, like dull. It was uh, it was boring. John, like John Borman reportedly said that he said that he hated the first Exorcist movie, and I what? find that to be funny. That yes, John Borman said all Exorcist was was just torturing children, and he hated. Oh that. my god! And he didn't want his movie to be about <sighs> torturing children. Uh, 
So, if you don't know the story, I'll, I'll tell the brief story about entrances to Raiden has now grown up, and she's seeing a psychiatrist because of dreams that she's having. Mm-hmm. And the psychiatrist, played by Louise Fletcher from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> has yeah. this device. This device with like lights will shine on people to expose their dreams. Um, you have Richard Burton as this priest mm-hmm. who's been hired to investigate about what happened to the last priest, played by Matt Fonsino. Yep, yep. And he's trying to find out what happens to him. Uh, there's James Joel Jones. <sighs> Wearing mm. a locust outfit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just like uh, it's got the score from uh, Encino Moncoro. I can't pronounce the guy's name from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. To the music for it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so when they set his lights on them, she sees images of her past life. And mm-hmm. Linda Blair said that she'll do a sequel, but she does not want to get into the makeup again for the oh. scenes. Yeah, so yeah, they had to hire someone else to do it. Okay, um, and like the whole movie, the Richard Burton is just trying to find out what happened to this other priest, and then they get back to the New York and they tape the lightning thing in their heads, and then he becomes possessed, and he has to go back to the house, and she follows him for some reason, and then you see the other evil Reagan, but she's all like sexy now and she's being seductive. I'm like, wait, you're 16. No, no, this is wrong. Uh, but I think she actually was 20 when she made the movie. Um, yeah. And just, it sounds crazy. It's got some good cinematography. I like the special effects at the end, but that's it. But it's not scary. There's not one. No, it's definitely not. No, nothing about that movie was scary. That happens in the movie. No, nope. For like a tour long run time. Uh, watch it at your own risk. It's on HBO Max. It's, it's it sucks. Watching the original. Just go watch the original. Just watch the original. Which I, I probably should have done, but um, I was at a movie theater, uh, the Parkway Theater, and they had a whole thing called Trailer Rama, where they play a whole bunch of like old horror movie trailers. And mm-hmm. they played the trailer for Exorcist 2. And the trailer for Exorcist 2 is way better than the actual movie itself because it puts in like this disco soundtrack <laughs> of course it was like these jump cup Im- these images <clears throat> happening i'm like this looks insane um like do you ever see that movie the rules of attraction yeah okay the moment when uh one of the characters is describing his trip and he's talking okay. about all the different places that he's been to yeah all right but uh, remove the dialogue okay. and just have this, like, woman banshee screaming going, and then this thumping bass, like, just showing random clips of this Exorcist 2 just in your face, like, holy shit, this looks insane. I, is, this, is this the actual movie here? Because if this is the actual movie, how it goes. I know, I right? See that shit, sounds but... way better than what we actually got. It's so dull. <laughs> it's very dull it movie. There's, like, not a type of, like, suspense. So, yeah. No, it's so, not good. Uh, I watched that. And then I also have been watching old episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, nice. Because I got, I found a bot set 
of it. So I've been rewatching. Yeah, you got to get it through the box set because for some strange reason, it's not on HBO, like the HBO Max or whatever the hell it's called now. Um, it, it has to do with like rates issues or something like that. I don't know. I guess, but it's still disappointing because, you know, it was an HBO. Pro- but like a lot of the old HBO stuff isn't on HBO Max. Like, um, you know, Dream On, if you remember Dream On, is not on there. I um, missed that. Yes. Uh just for anyone listening, Dream On was like a sitcom that came on in the early '90s on HBO. Uh, it was like a sex-filled like sitcom with this guy who was just like a single guy in New York, and he would just like try to have sex with different women. But like the, um, like the the uh, what's it called? The he point of the show him. or whatever was uh, he grew up watching old TV and old movies. So during scenes of like him interacting with people, he would recall like a clip from like a TV show or a movie. So like during like a scene, he's like, "Oh, hey, beautiful blonde woman, let's go have sex," and then she'd say something, and then there would be suddenly a clip from like a 1950s movie playing, like for like 30. It's kind of like Family Guy, you know? Family Guy does the jumps. It was okay. like that, but instead yep. of the cutaway gags, it was with like old movies and TV shows. Like that was what the whole thing was about of Dream On. Um, and, and that's I bet you that's why they couldn't put it on the streaming. I would think that would be public clips. domain by now, though, because I mean it was like black and white old clips, and they were even old I, in the '90s. So I'd imagine they they should be in the public domain. So that can't be it. Unless it's a, mu- it's always music. I think it's probably just music. It it could be just music right there. Um, but um, who knows? But you know what I, else? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, no. Go ahead. You say what else? Go ahead, buddy. No, I was just gonna jump to the next thing. You know what else oh. is not on there, which is a little painful because I'd love to revisit these. Is real sex. Oh, okay. Like, that, I don't know like, if anyone. I don't know if anyone remember Taxi Cab Confessions. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, all these old HBO shows are not on HBO Max for some reason. It's a little disappointing. And bring back the Emanuel and Space series again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, people. All I right. Forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, Alan, all right. But anyway, sorry, to bring this back to horror, Tales from the Crypt That's is it. also missing from the HBO Max like library and I wish it w- I, I would if I if I found out right now that all of Tales from the Crypt was on streaming on HBO Max that would be like the rest of my night. I would just yep. cancel everything, I'd order a pizza and then that's all I'm watching for the rest of my night cuz I I loved that show so much when I was I was a kid. I was a teenager when I was I, running and I I I loved it. I watched one last night with Harry Anderson from Natewort, mm-hmm. and he plays a illustrator for Tales from the Crypt magazine. And the story is that everything that he draws <laughs> comes, comes to, to life. life. I seen. I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that episode. And, that and was a good one. As Colleen Camp, uh-huh. as um, his wife, very shrewd wife. Yeah, and, yeah. Falls in love with um, a cop investigating the current themes because one of his one of his draws to life tries to eat her. No, tries yeah. to. She's trying. She's almost getting raped, but oh. he eats the rapist. Nah, so, good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I remember that episode. Feel- 
did you have a favorite episode? Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to recall, like, all of them, because, like, you know, the last time I've seen them was back when they were airing, so, you know, sure. because it's so hard to find. Um, and, like, the DV- I looked at the DVD sets. Last time I looked, they were pretty expensive. Um, I was lucky I found money at a half-price bookstore. Ah, uh, that is lucky. Like 25 bucks. Yeah, so that's I lucky. Grabbed- Though I had one available, um, so I just grabbed it. I am trying to remember. I, I can't think. I can't. Uh, I'll like like you describing right. the Harry Anderson one. Like it I, just. I just remembered it, but. Um, hold on, folks. Uh, we're gonna just give me a small bit here. We're gonna take a quick little break here. This is where I can play ass bots from some amazing podcast shows. Uh, one of them is whatever with Jason Soto over at Rabbit hey, Podcast. That's a Go good show. Check it out. Very very good show right there, uh, and then. The other one is uh, from our gents at the podcast that wouldn't die. So we're going to hear those great podcasts at spots, and I'll be right back, all right? We are like the Maury Povich of podcasts. People come to this show because it's a train wreck. I'm giving this podcast three stars. The host keeps yelling at me. The people have clearly spoken. Check out Whatever with Jason Soto on Anchor, Apple, Google, wherever you get awesome podcasts, or you can go to the home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Second thing yes. I want to talk about is I want to talk about urination. I want to talk about peeing specifically. See what happens when Jason throws out the segment. This is what we get instead. Welcome to the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. What up, what up? Each week, we'll explore the classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a little comedic twist. We will ask those important questions like, why don't they get out of the haunted house the first time they see the ghost or the demon? Why do people feel like, hey, there's been a spooky disappearance, but I'm going to investigate myself, even though I have no investigative background? Or, why didn't I realize I was dead the whole time? These important questions and many others we will get to the bottom of. So check us out each week at the podcast that wouldn't die. Be there or be square. Um, for back. our people who watch this on the video, that was a very, very short break. But <laughs> I had to come back. Hi, welcome back to Cinema Recall. Our special guest, of course, is Jason Soto uh, from Rabbit Hole Podcast, the host of Whatever with Jason Soto Um but Do you want to list all of them right now? Do you want me to list all like, of them? We'll can't... be here for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> go to, go to rabbitholepodcast.com. Rabbitholepodcast.com. I, I come back here and show up. Ah, uh, uh, dude. And that's Pops all of them? No, that's just third season. It's just all oh, okay, season, okay. Season, season but still, that's amazing, though. That's still great. Yeah. So, I, uh, um, so one of the things I do recognize this and I had to like look this up again because there's one episode. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna so look I up episodes. There's one called For Crying Out Loud and it starred one of them this oh, fuck, you know what I hate this. <laughs> I thought for sure well no because I really thought oh no, William Vicky, wait, doesn't that tell me? Oh yeah. No, yeah. Starring Lee Armstrong, Katie Seagal, and E. G. Pop. Oh and this one is about a guy who's trying to rob um, a music center that he's at, and Katie Seagal stumbles upon it, and he kills her. 
but there's like this voice in his head, <clears throat> and the voice in his head is uh, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh huh. So Bobcat Goldthwait's telling him, "No, you're gonna get, get caught." But it's Bobcat Goldthwait. I mean, okay. that'd be fun. Um, then I watched one with Demi Moore and Jeffrey Tambor called Dead Right, and it is about a femme fatale who marries a guy, like this overweight guy, for his money, and then things turn bad for that. Yep. Then I had one on here, and where did it go? Uh, yeah, what called The Switch, which mm-hmm. is about, a, okay, it says, to woo a lovely femme, a wealthy conjurer, trades body with a hunk. There is a switch to the switch, and this one was directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I I kind of remember that one. I do remember like seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger as a director of that. I do remember that, which is really weird when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I see. I yeah, I've I've not seen any episodes of the show since I was a teenager, um, because they're just so hard to find. Uh, outside of going to half price books and stuff, but like, you know, I I, I wish they would just oh. show up on HBO Max. No, um, I'm so sorry. The for crying out loud, I am totally wrong. The voice in the guy's head is Sam Kinison. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> so Sam Kinison, that's even better. Tell this guy like, <clears throat> you're not gonna get away with this. You're gonna get caught. All right, they're gonna find that you killed her. All right, just admit it. You did it. You did it. Um. So and then there is one that has Bobcat Goldthwait. It's called the Frontuarius Dummy with mm-hmm. uh, John Rickles and Bobcat Goldthwait. And Bobcat Goldthwait is like um, in love with that love, but he's in awe of this Frontuarius mm-hmm. played by John Rickles. And John Rickles has like this dummy, and um, Bobcat wants to be, you know, wants to find out how he could become a Frontuarius. But Bobcat Goldthwait has no talent. He cannot throw his voice before, uh, mm-hmm. so he does find this dummy, but this dummy is actually uh, deformed. I don't want to spoil it because there is like a little twist there, but yeah. W- one thing, great thing about Tales of the Crypt, and I feel like I should do a whole series about Tales of the Crypt, is huh. that a lot of the great things about it is the reveal. It's sort of like in the Twilight Zone, where you yeah. have all these little great reveals that happen. Yeah, yeah. Like the twist is what makes it great. Now, let me you ask you. Have you ever seen Tales from the Dark Side? I've seen the movie, but okay. not the show. Okay. So I don't now, really work. that's a series that I have on DVD. Uh, I just had the first season. And okay, I had no idea it was a show. Yeah, it, 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 it was, uh, I think it was more 80s. It was like in the mid to late 80s, I believe. Um. But it was the the theme song to that like always freaked me out. It was like like I I recommend everyone go check out the theme song for Tales from the Dark Side the show. Um, and let's see, it looks like Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, it was in the eighties. It started in eighty three actually, so I, it was older than I okay. thought. Uh, it was created by George Romero, and it, oh. it was basically it was basically Tales from the Crypt, just didn't have the Crypt Keeper in the in between. So it was basically just a horror anthology show of just for 30 minutes, something fucked up happens, and then it ends. Um, There was no host, no explanation of anything. It was just, here's the story. Um, Okay. Which is fine. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, I recommend people go look up the theme song on YouTube because it is the creepiest like theme song ever. Um, and there were some pretty good stuff on there. The first episode, um, trying, I, cause I, I had the first season on DVDs. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think that was the Christmas. It was a Christmas episode, and it was, um, it was like, uh, like a Santa was trying to break into the house or something. Uh, like, a, like, oh yeah, it was like this, like deranged killer, um, uh, was escaped from an insane asylum, and then he stole like a Christmas, uh, like a Santa outfit. And then uh, this woman was kind of like by herself, and so she 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 sees Santa like outside um, the house. You see, the house. <clears throat> this sounds very familiar to the very first episode of Tales from the Crypt, which is also a Christmas show. Wait, in the Tales from the Crypt one, the wife uh, um, uh, a woman just kills her husband. I may be getting things mixed Tales- up. That that might be what I'm thinking of. Then I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me look up the first episode. Tales from the Crypt. Okay, well, Tales from the Crypt. They had a woman kill her husband, and um, she does so, and she tells her little kid, "You gotta stay upstairs, otherwise Santa will be your think you're bad." And, and um, uh, guy escapes from the mental hospital, dons the Santa outfit, and comes to the home and. The whole episode is this woman trying to escape from this killer. Uh, but at the very end, the little girl goes, Look, Mommy, I found Santa Claus. And so Santa's in the house, and Santa is obviously going to kill the wife. The okay. Yeah. Okay. So my apologies. I was getting that mixed up. The first episode of Tales from the Dark Side okay. is about this drunk guy who he shows up to his house, and this guy is there. And he says, I'm your son, Jerry. But the drunk guy is like, I don't have a son named Jerry. And then it it just kind of goes from there. I don't want to ruin anything. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's the first episode. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, these are like, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's basically Tales from the Crypt. I think they're a little more serious. Because, like, Tales from the Crypt can have, like, goofy storylines and goofy plots happening and whatnot. Uh, whereas, like, Tales from the Dark Side was a little more serious, um, and they would actually, sure. like, legitimately trying to scare you. Not that Tales from the Crypt couldn't scare you, but, you know, I think Tales from the Dark Side was trying to, like, really unnerve you, especially going off that fucking theme song. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. um, I'm gonna let that shit up there. So, uh, check out Tales from the Dark Side. I, I, I got the first season on DVD. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I just have it on DVD. Um... Only thing I know is that the movie is streaming on. Perfect the movie's Plus, good. Which the I, movie is good. It's got Debbie Harry in it. <laughs> she yep. she plays a witch it, who's trying to cook it. a kid. Steve Buscemi, yeah, it's a pretty it's pretty all star all star cast. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, what else? Um, we don't we don't, I, have, we don't have a lot of like horror anthologies happening now, like. I was yeah. really hoping that Stranger Things would have been like kind of its own anthology. I wanted to have each season yeah. of Stranger Things focus on a different characters. Here's my conspiracy theory. The same. Okay. I think that's what they might have been trying to do. But I think the characters were so popular... Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, Eleven and Will and Mike and uh, the one guy, Dustin. 
You know, like I, I felt like they were kind of forced to continue on. Because if you kind of think about it, it ends on the first season kind of ends perfectly, yep. like in yes. a in a weird way, because it's like, OK, Will's back. Spoilers for Stranger Things season one, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but uh, Will's back. But then he, you know, vomits up the weird upside down animal thing. Yes. And he still kind of has visions of it. They're like, okay, that's a great, that's a great way to end it, right? Like, that's a that good, great, great, horror great ending. ending. Yes. And then Eleven was just missing. I think that would have been great, like, just to have her just like, hey, we'll, we won't resolve these things, and that's fine. Yeah. Not everything needs to be resolved, you know. But I think that somebody yeah, we, at Netflix was like, these are great characters. People seem to really love them. Me. Give us a season two following up on all this. And so the Duffer brothers, I think, reluctantly had to. Because why the hell else is that show called Stranger Things? Like, there's the title doesn't make sense with what's mm-hmm. happening. You know what I mean? Like, you okay. know, it, it doesn't make doesn't fit. So I felt like they wanted to have, like, okay, season two, we're going to have another creepy mystery story thing happening. And I I think they were forced to do it. Now again, this is just me talking. I, I'm yeah, talking no, out of I, I'm talking out of my ass. This could be same, furthest the from the truth. Happened, <laughs> so the same thing happened with um John Carpenter and Deborah Hill when they did Halloween. Halloween three, they yeah. Each movie be different, but studios like, no, we need Michael Myers back. I don't know if it was the studios. I think it was just people. I think people went to Halloween three, and were like, why is there no Michael Myers in this? Well, and that, so they well, like they rejected there, yes, it. But the, the studios, when they were making Halloween 2, said, all right, we need to have a sequel with Michael Myers in it. Give us Halloween 2. If we give us Halloween 2, we'll give you Halloween 3. The mistake was just calling it Halloween 3 when it should have been just its own thing. That was the mistake the studios made is calling it Halloween 3. Because you know damn well people are going to see Halloween 3 because they want to see Michael Myers. Yeah. If I was, in the, if I was going to see Michael Halloween 3, you would expect... It would be like... And they made Jaws three, but it wasn't about a shark. Shark. <laughs> There's no shark in Jaws three. All it was right? just like no, it was no. Three. It would be a goldfish. It would be like a, a manic goldfish going around, like psychically killing families that were in their tank. That's what Jaws three would have should have been. It should be a different animal. It would be like a gerbil. A <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, change up right. and change everything up. <laughs> A psychic so. hamster who's fed up in being in a classroom of like second graders and it gets psychic mm. abilities and so it starts stalking all the kids in the classroom. Vern, you and I are writing a horror movie as we speak. I, I think so. <laughs> We're making this, this happen. Just, this is too cool. This just writes itself. <laughs> well, we we are getting close to the end of this bonus episode here uh-huh. uh yeah. i i do want to say thank you jason uh you need to come back on yeah. in fact i'm gonna ask you this right now if you have nothing going on i think it is monday the 29th uh i'd like to have you on the 29th is a sunday for what it's worth oh so, uh, well, actually, um, and Monday's the thirtieth. So, actually, yeah, uh, let me double check something here. Let me double check on one of my. I could be available either of those days, I suppose. Okay. Yep. Sunday. Uh. So yeah, we're, we're looking to record Sunday the twenty ninth, 
and I'm bringing on a uh, few of my, I'm bringing on people from the uh, Collateral Cinema Podcast mm. and the Film Effect Podcast. Okay. Along with me and Ashley and yourself. Okay. We are going to discuss the Halloween franchise. Oh, okay. I have seen every single one of those, so I am, okay. I'm in. We're gonna just be. We're gonna have people list their favorites. We're gonna talk the whole spectrum. And we're gonna do this in under ninety minutes or less. And is this including the newer ones that yes. that that, that David, went off, David, that splintered off? <laughs> the David Gordon Green. Children, yeah. Yes. Okay. So we're, we're gonna I'm, be covering all I'm that totally stuff. in. So that's gonna happen in around the 29th. So check that out. Uh, this is where I give um, our inter our information about where to find us. So Cinema Recall, we can be found everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, we're available on all your different platforms. Our website is cinemarecall.net. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash cinemarecallpod. We did lower our tiers there, so that's available right now for our listeners, subscribers. So mm-hmm. in no special order, I had to give a special shout and thank you to all these wonderful people. We got to thank Donnie Roberts, Formerly of Cage's Kiss, now it's the Deep Sea Anthologies. We gotta thank Linda Castro from Bed Knobs and Broomflits. We gotta thank Matt and Ashley from Mashley at the Movies. We gotta thank Harvey Andrus, uh, formerly of the band Your Ex Girlfriend, uh, but also Patreon members. So thank you, Harvey Andrus. Uh, we gotta thank um, uh, Jeanette Mickenham from AKA Jeanette on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We have to thank Jen McQuaid from the podcast Shot and Applaud. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Jason Soto, who is our guest today. He's a Patreon member. Thank I you am. very much, Jason. I uh, am, thank of you course. very much to all of our <clears throat> Patreon members. Greatly love and appreciate every one of you. Uh, yep. So if you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash cinemarecallpod. Uh, but yep, that's it right now. Uh, hopefully we'll be back soon with Ashley for a, another full episode. Hopefully, maybe tomorrow we may do an episode recording that shortly here. But it was uh, Jason. Before we go, please yes. give the listeners uh, <clears throat> any sort of plugs you have. For yeah, absolutely. Come rabbit holes. Um, so I produce a shit ton of podcasts for the Rabbit Hole Podcast Network. You're a mogul. Uh, You're like a you mogul. Can, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, you can go to rabbitholepodcast.com, and we have literally a podcast for anything you might be into. Uh, we have podcasts about movies. We have podcasts that cover TV shows. Vern and uh, our pal Ryan Luis Rodriguez, they do a Twin Peaks podcast. Which I will get to record an episode soon. No, I know. Time. You guys had – no, you guys, both of you guys, I understand. It's fine. Because uh, I have shit like that happen to me all the time. But Tales from the Double R's, Vern and Ryan's podcast. It's amazing. It's fun. They cover every episode of Twin Peaks, but they look at it. It has like an FBI case file. They play FBI agents who's involved in their own mystery on the show. It is wonderful. Every time he sends me the file, I listen to it, and I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, uh, so please go check uh, that out, Tales from the Double R. Um we got a book club podcast we do once a month. Um, we got a lot of music shows. If you're into music, uh, our friend Bubba Wheat and Nick Rehack had a show called Lyrical Innuendo where they take a song 
And then they discuss the lyrics and they ponder if it's about sex, drugs, or if it's just a plain old rock and roll song. Um, and a lot of stuff. There's so much to check out. Rabbitholepodcast.com. Please go check it out. There is something for everybody there. Hell yeah. All right. Well, probably folks, check that shit out. <clears throat> Amazing stuff. Uh, keep watch on Cinema Recall and also Rabbit Hole Podcast for new episodes that were mentioned. Uh, and yes, that's right now. I, I don't want to say any more about what's coming up next on the show just because I don't know for sure what's going to happen. And I'm afraid if I tell you what's going to happen for an episode, have to kill you. like, what happened to that episode? Why is it not here? And I'm like, I don't know. Something happened. But anyways, folks, <laughs> I got a job right now. We've been here long enough here. Jason, thank you so much, man. I fucking no problem. Anytime, man. I am glad to do this. Anytime. That was a lot of fun, buddy. All right. That was fun. That is- this podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com.